0: Welcome to America Uncanceled on CPAC Now. I'm Matt Schlapp. Missing Mercedes Schlapp today, but we'll have her back tomorrow. On Monday, John Durham released the much anticipated 300 page report detailing the FBI's original investigation into the infamous Trump-Russia collusion that occurred or didn't occur during the 2016 election. To no one's surprise, the supposed Russian collusion that dominated the news cycle for four years and destroyed lots of lives was just a baseless Clinton campaign strategy peddled by the DOJ and the media. Joining us today is one of the victims of this outrageous part of American history, former Deputy National Security Advisor and current CPAC board member, KT McFarland. KT, thanks for joining us.
1: It's a pleasure, thank you.
0: You know, I could go a lot of ways in this conversation, but I'm Mm -hmm. appalled that our government spent, you know, Trump said the other day in his truth that it was $30 million, my guess is it's more, um, trying to fabricate this whole story that Trump was in the pocket of Putin or Russia, and that people like you, public servants who wanted to help implement the new policies in the Trump administration, that people like you were somehow complicit in some nefarious activities. This is very personal for you. How did this report make you feel?
1: I was like being gut. You know, I knew I'd never done anything wrong. I knew the Trump administration had never done anything wrong, but the FBI decided it was gonna take down the Trump administration and destroy people and destroy careers in the doing of it. Why? Because they wanted to keep their jobs. It was all about their own two things really. It's it's they feel that they're far smarter than the American people, the sort of permanent government feels. And therefore, whatever the American people decided in an election, that doesn't really matter. What matters is what I think is right. And two, anybody who gets in their way gets destroyed, whether it's the president of the United States, staff members of the president. People they're defrauding are the American people. Because the American people voted for change. And what does the permanent bureaucracy, especially the intelligence community, do? Take it out of the hands of the people. They rip up the Constitution, Matt, and they say. but no, not really, it's us, it's us. It's the FBI, it's the intelligence community, it's the Department of Justice, it's the CIA. We get to decide who's president. We get to decide whose policies prevail. And if we don't like you or we don't think you're right, we're just gonna destroy you. And that's what they did. And with it all, you know, I expect politicians to lie, cheat, and steal. I don't expect career civil servants to be quite that evil. But what really was the gut punch is that none of them are held responsible. So we now know that the FBI interfered in the American election in 2016 to get their preferred candidate-elect work. They thought, okay, we're going to now destroy the Trump presidency. And then fast forward to 2020. The CIA this time got involved in election interference with those five dirty CIA officials who said that there was nothing to the Hunter Biden laptop. Well, they appeared in the American election of of 2020. And yet none of them were held accountable. These faceless, nameless bureaucrats are running things, not the American people. And I have to look at that and say, okay, what are they planning for 2024? What happens if President Trump is nominated again? What happens if a conservative Republican is nominated? What little bag of dirty tricks are because they've gotten away with it twice, there's no reason I they think they're gonna to have to be held to account again. In fact, even the whistleblower from the two, uh, the guy, the IRS, his unit was supposed to be investigating the Hunter Biden laptop, well, because he became a whistleblower, people were taken off the case. So it's right plain in your face. The bureaucrats, particularly the intelligence community, and they've taken—it's a coup—and they've taken charge, and they don't really care what you think about it because they work with it.
0: So you, we we have the big picture, KT. Uh, how the intelligence community, how the FBI used their power to try to help Hillary Clinton, help Joe Biden, cover up for uh, Barack Obama being a part of the whole process, and, and, and key members of his administration because you have the personal cost, So I don't know, I, you know, I'm asking you this publicly. If you can't say, don't say, but what, what did this cost you to go through all of this?
1: Ooh, hundreds of thousands of dollars and a ruined career. And I, I left the Trump administration early on. I, I was hoping to become the ambassador to Singapore. I was nominated by President Trump to be ambassador to Singapore. And I got a knock on my door. From, we want to ask you a few questions. But I asked them, well, do I need a lawyer? Oh, no, 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 no. We're here just to sort of get an idea of what was going on in the administration. We're just looking at Russian interference. And I said, well, I want to know about Russian interference, too. The Russians are interfering in an American election. I want to find out how do they do it? How do we prevent them from doing it again? So I'm on the same side you are. Well, I was wrong, and I was terribly naive. And while I was talking to the FBI agents, my husband, in another room of our house, He called the former attorney general, who was a law school roommate of his, and he said to the former attorney general, does KT need a lawyer? I mean, she hasn't done anything wrong. She never met with any Russians. And the attorney general of the United States said, no, I mean, they're just just getting background information. They're not going after her. She hasn't done anything. So fast forward several months, and it was pretty clear, I did need a lawyer. So I got a very good lawyer who basically argued that I would not lie. And when they, they wanted me and they implied, she says the following, if she admits that she, she committed a crime, which we know she didn't commit, well, then we'll let her off. Or if she implicates President Trump or others in crimes, which I knew that they had not committed, maybe we'll let her off. And if we don't let her off, we're gonna run you. And when I find like, you know, Matt, it was so hard. I really, there was a point after subpoena, after subpoena, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars of legal bills. I said to my husband, gosh, they did wipe out our savings. You know, that's our retirement account. And should I just plead guilty to something I didn't commit? And my husband said, no, you can't do that. You'll never live with yourself. And even if they bankrupt us, you just got to tell the truth. So I didn't break and I didn't bend and I'm proud that I didn't do it. But I now look at the federal government and think these people know that if you haven't committed a crime, that's fine. They'll just bankrupt you and make sure that you never serve in government again. That's the power we've given them, and they are exploiting it and they are destroying the Constitution as well as a lot of individuals and
0: careers. So you have the personal cost. They it makes you never want to serve again. Of course, I will absolutely. I will argue with you about this quote-unquote uh, wrecked career. I don't think your career is wrecked, but I do think you were attacked. Uh, you know mercilessly and unfairly, and of course, the financial costs are meaningful it 's a lot of money. Um, but in the course of this process there there are also the bigger questions of if there's nobody held to account in Durham and in fairness to Durham, he did try to prosecute people I, don't, I just don 't know how you 're going to get fairness in d c or New York City in the court system. Um, you know, Donald Trump is going through this uh, in probably both systems as we speak. Um, You know, uh, it seems like within the culture of the swamp, if you're a Republican, there's no fairness. Uh, It didn't used to be that way. It was always skewed to the Democrats, but there was a way in which the town was bipartisan that seems to be dead. Um, We're going to this all-important presidential election in 2024. Why wouldn't they just do it again? Team Obama, Team Clinton, Team Biden, uh, very well-funded. Why wouldn't they just lie, cheat, and steal their way towards the White House all over again?
1: You know, in a weird way, they probably have to, and here's why. You know, the congressional committees, the House committees, Jim Jordan, Comer, others are are, uh, really unveiling, you know, in-your-face obvious crimes were committed and irrefutable evidence. And yet, the United States Congress can't go arrest somebody or charge them with a crime. They refer it to the Justice Department. You know, the American Justice Department, justice department, they're not going to bring charges against any Democrats. And so fast forward to the next election. What happens if a Republican comes in, a different attorney general, somebody who does believe in the rule of law, are a lot of those people going to have to come and be charged with crimes? Are they going to have to defend their actions? Yeah, maybe. And so they've had now a real, they have to double down. They can't get caught. They know they've committed crimes. They know they've done bad stuff. They know they so far have never been held to account, and they have to make sure they are never in the future held to account. So I would say not only is it an open season and can they get away with it and sure why not, but they probably have to, because otherwise they could be charged with some pretty serious crimes, including an official of the CIA who helped organize those 51 dirty former CIA officials into swearing that the Hunter Biden laptop right. was Russian disinformation when they knew it wasn't. They knew that they had him caught that Biden was doing really bad stuff, but yet they had to protect
0: themselves. So
1: yeah, get ready for a really rocky, dirty, nasty ride in 2024.
0: Yeah. Uh, one final question on your situation. You had the best lawyers, um, uh, You know, uh, well-respected people. Um, is there anybody you can sue? Like you have all these officials that used their uh, authority in a dirty way to, like you said, uh, drain your resources and to uh, push this lie to the American people. You're an American citizen in good standing. Is there anybody you can sue to get those, to, to get justice or to get your funds back? And second of all, have you thought of, uh, of asking the Republicans in Congress to just take a, a big line at them out of the FBI or the intelligence committees to refund All the expenses of all these victims, you're not the only one. There's dozens of victims um, in this politicized prosecution process.
1: Well, it's good that you asked that, because uh, my lawyer, who's head of a major New York law firm, um, got the letter saying, you know, because your client was not charged with a crime, she was never prosecuted for a charge, you know, she didn't do anything, you can appeal and ask for your um, expenses to be refunded. And so my lawyer did, and it was a big laugh on the other end of the line, saying, "Well, you know, don't bother. We're not going to do that." So, what happens to, to, you know, to the people like me? You know, look, I might have wiped out my retirement fund, but I didn't lose my house. And I look at other people, younger kids, who have to spend fifty, a hundred thousand dollars to defend themselves again against crimes they didn't commit, and they don't have that cushion. So, where does that come from? It doesn't come from anybody i mean maybe in an ideal world someone would set up a defense fund for people who were never charged a crime but it's not going to happen what i would hope happens is with the next president house of representatives and the u.s congress that they they absolutely go after the FBI. it's not a matter of money at this point the fbi is running wild over the american people and the constitution defund them And as someone very wisely said, hey, wait a minute, why are they all, why are they building that multi-billion dollar new office building for the FBI right in Washington where they can have the ability to influence events? Take away the power of the FBI? First of all, defund them. And secondly, how about sending them out to Kansas, Matt, where you're from? How about dispersing (laughs) them throughout the country where they have to be around real people and get them outside of the swamp of Washington?
0: I I do want to... I would love them being Kansas, by the way, and I've always felt like 99 percent of the people who work for the FBI, I think, are trying to do their job. The mainline, uh, you know, folks who are investigating crimes. Um, the problem is the, the the politicized leadership of it and the management of it. So I agree with you on defunding. I do think I'm going to investigate uh, and talk to Republicans. You know, we repaid all the legal fees of all the people that were tortured by the Clintons during the travel office investigations and fiasco mm-hmm. where those people were fired and had their, had their careers destroyed and their lives destroyed. Uh, the, the government must be held to account for these things. Now, Joe Lunchbucket shouldn't pick up the expense either to come right out of the hide of these people um, who did the wrongdoing. And the wrongdoing, as we said, continued. You talked about these uh, 51 folks that signed the letter saying that uh, Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation KT, let me ask you this question, because you know it seems like Putin and Russia, it's like the theme they always go to. Um, I don't think there's a lot of big fans of Vladimir Putin running around America. Um, uh, I, I, I don't understand, how did they conjoin these ideas that somehow Republicans or Trump or KT McFarland or CPAC or whatever were somehow like trying to boost Putin? Why do they keep going to that? Is that because they're so in the pocket of the regime in China?
1: Yeah. I mean, bottom line is, if you're looking for some foreign adversary to make the boogeyman, it's hard to make China the boogeyman if you're, for example, Joe Biden and the Biden-Penn Center, which is where all of the officials of the Obama administration, during the Trump administration, they, they went to a, quote, think tank in anticipation of joining the Biden administration a couple of years later. Well, that was, you know, $100 million was paid for by the Chinese. So they're not going to go after the hand that feeds them. They're going to go after somebody like Russia and then make that the boogeyman. The fact that, for example, in the Trump administration, the sanctions against Russia were the most severe that have any kind any administration had done Republican or Democrat. And as far as China, again, the most severe sanctions and toughest foreign policy against China, Russia, Iran, all the bad guys. And So I guess that's why they don't really go after China, right? Because they don't want to lose that $100 million for the Biden Penn Center that paid the salaries, not just of Joe Biden, but of all the senior officials in the Biden administration.
0: Well, uh, KT, uh, we always appreciate when you join us. Thanks for your wonderful board service. To CPAC, and I just want to say in a very personal way, um, I think someone should apologize to you. I think the people that did you wrong and did you dirty Uh, and try to really bring you down, bring your spirit down, uh, owe you and owe the American Mm. people an apology. And I think CPAC should push for that. I do think people should uh, have to pay financially for their wrongdoing. And I do think this concept of DOJ perhaps reimbursing people for their legal fees, if they already have an established process, I think we ought to do an audit of that process and see why is it that someone like yourself, who was a clear victim of this process, didn't get uh, financially made whole, or at least partially, at the end of the process. So I think we got some, I think we got some loose ends here, KT, that uh, we should follow up on.
1: Well, I just hope that we have a very different attorney general in the next couple of years and a very different person in the White House, somebody who understands that the, the Justice Department, right. the FBI, the CIA have all been weaponized against conservatives and against alternate thought and to take him to account for them. And, you know, the Constitution gives us this right. The Constitution gives the power of the purse to the House of Representatives. It's just the House of Representatives has not used that power, but you bet the House of Representatives has the power to say, okay, come testify, Mr. Garland, Attorney General. Why are you doing these things? Yeah. Come testify, head of the CIA. Come testify, head of the FBI or the former head of the FBI. Why are you doing these things? And if you don't want to testify, what you're not going to have a budget that's the way to get their attention not by demanding apologizing and asking them to do the right thing these people have never done the right thing or at least not for decades the way to get them is to hit them where it hurts take away their power and their pocketbook
0: amen kt mcfarland thanks for joining us today thanks for keeping your chin up and for defending these important uh, foundational uh, values to our country and uh, get out there and tell your story people need to hear it
1: Thank you, Matt. Thanks for having me on.
0: All right. God bless. God bless. Remember, uh, uh, if you miss an episode, you can always go back and watch it on our website at cpac.org backslash now, or you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, We'll see you next time, and I promise you, Mercy will be sitting alongside me. God bless and see you soon.